where's the accountability? When you make a mistake, do you say you made a mistake or do you say I'm beautiful and I'm strong and I'm amazing? Like when are we going to start taking accountability for ourselves? Welcome to the Straight Up Intentional Podcast. This is your host, Diane, and on this podcast, we're going to talk everything faith, fitness, and mindset and how to live an intentional life. So you know that I am training for a marathon. I've been talking about it. I've been documenting documenting it. And if you guys don't know or don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Diane Jasmine Inc. I am currently training for the Buckeye Marathon And the marathon itself is January 6th, so I have exactly seven weeks to get this body through 26.2 miles. And let me tell you something about training for a marathon. The marathon is not, well, I don't know, I haven't run it yet, right? But the marathon is not the daunting, scary part. The training for the marathon is intense. It started getting intense for me last week. I basically have three runs per week. I can kind of break it down if you guys are curious as to what you would do if you were training for a marathon. But the first run, um, I guess, of the week is Monday. Today would be technically my first run of this week, right? So I get up at 2.40 in the morning because I'm a certified personal trainer and I have clients as early as 5 a.m. So that means I have to be completely done with my run and back to my house in my garage by 5 a.m. So I wake up at 2.40 to leave my house by 3 a.m. to be at the gym by 3.15, 3.20 and stretch, run, stretch, go home, wash my face, start training. So that's Monday. Wednesday is my like easy, shorter run, but it's shorter, but I have to go faster. So Wednesdays, I'm running shorter, uh, four miles, which is now the easy run, but I'm running faster. So I'm going more for time than the long distance. Where like Monday, I'm not really concerned about how fast I'm going. I'm more concerned with getting to seven miles. On Saturday is my long run. So last Saturday, I ran 12 miles. And I'll tell you about that. This Saturday coming up, I have 16 miles on my plan. 16 miles. So like I said, Doing a marathon sounds daunting, but it's the training for the marathon that is the most mental tough of this entire thing. And I promise that it's all going to tie together, okay? So I'm training for this marathon. Obviously, I'm running a lot. Obviously, I'm putting my own mind through all of these different things, right? Number one, waking up even earlier as it is, I was already waking up at 3 a.m. Like that's already kind of crazy, right? It's the middle of the night. I used to get home at 3 a.m. when I was a bartender. Now I'm waking up at 3 a.m. Now I'm waking up earlier so I can get that hour and 15 minutes in to run the seven miles. And I'm going through the motions of running. Something about running 
it's different than lifting, right? So when I'm lifting, I'm listening to my Christian rap and I'm like into the rap, I'm into the lift. I'm thinking about the lift. I'm not really thinking about life, right? I'm thinking about like which muscle I'm working. I'm thinking about the form. I'm thinking about how good it feels to like lift something heavy. When you're running, it's a very repetitive movement, right? One foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. You're not really thinking about what you're doing so much. Maybe how far you're going, am I done yet? Like all that stuff. But you're thinking about life. And so what I just started doing, because I was like, I cannot just listen to Christian rap. I need something more. I need to hear a story. I need someone to push me. So I'm into books. Everybody knows that. I love to read books. So I actually buy the books. I'm old school. I have a library. I love to read books, but obviously when I'm running, I can't just read. So I started listening to David Goggins again. I've already read his book, Don't Hurt Me, but I thought who better to listen to when you're going to, you know, train for this marathon and continuously put your body through this trauma than David Goggins himself, who is like the marathon king. He's done all the hard things. Anything that is mentally tough, hard, and grueling, and long, he's done it. So who better to listen to than him, right? So I'm listening to David Goggins, and my brain's going, and the topic of this podcast came from him. He was talking about self-accountability, right? So I'm running, I'm like on like, I think I'm almost done with my run. I've been running for, I don't know eight miles and I have four miles left to go, I'm starting to get tired, right? Like the first six miles, you're so excited to start running that you don't even think about like, oh, this sucks. It's boring. I'm in pain. It's not until you get to like eight, nine, 10 miles that you're like, why am I doing this? Contemplating your whole life all over again. Why am I even training for this? No one's making me do this. One thing about me is no one ever makes me do anything. It's me. It's 100% me putting myself to a task that feels impossible. So I'm, you know, at mile A and he's talking about self accountability. And I just have this epiphany because he talks about how, you know, he does an accountability mirror. If you guys have never uh, read the book, he does an accountability mirror. And essentially what he does is he puts himself goals, right? Small goals on the mirror. Like, okay, today I'm going to run 12 miles. That's a small goal in the sense that that's today, right? It's on a long-term goal. Like I'm going to be a millionaire. It's like today I'm going to run 10 miles. When I finish that goal, I'll take it off. So it's an accountability mirror. But he also talks about how we, our society has gotten soft because of things like affirmations, right? Look, I'm not knocking people's affirmations. I know you guys love that stuff. But one thing that gets me so unhinged about affirmations is that it feels like people think that they can just talk their way to this goal. You can't just hope and wish things to happen. like okay, you know, this is going to happen because I did my affirmations this morning. I'm sorry, but whatever happened to like hard work, whatever happened to like get up and get it done, whatever happened to like, let's put a plan in action. There's no affirmation 
that you can tell yourself that is going to make things happen more than action. I always say, God has your back, but you have to meet him halfway, right? I mean, so many people will be like, well, I'm just going to pray for this, pray for that, but then they don't do anything. I can't pray that my life, that I'm going to be successful in life and sit on my couch and watch TV all day and not ever take action. God's like sitting there like, girl, get up, like do something then. And then I'll meet you halfway, right? I'm going to give you what you deserve when you work for it. It's the same with affirmations. We can't just be like, I'm rich. I'm successful. Like in the mirror, just like, oh my gosh, butter me up and then not do anything. And that's the problem with our society as a whole is the affirmation society and then the no accountability society. So we're not even holding ourselves accountable to number one, work, right? But also what about self-reflection and where we go wrong? Because we're always like, I'm perfect and I'm amazing and I'm positive. That's great. But like, where's the accountability? When you make a mistake, do you say you made a mistake or do you say I'm beautiful and I'm strong and I'm amazing? Like, when are we going to start taking accountability for ourselves? When are we going to say, you know, I promised myself that I was going to get up and I was going to go for a run and then I didn't. When are we going to say, if I tell myself I'm going to go for a run, then I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for that run. When are we going to hold ourselves accountable? Not just on the runs, but also like, what about how you treat people? What about how you are as a person, as a friend, as a wife, as a mother? One thing about motherhood that is just insane to me is the accountability. I try so hard to be accountable for myself. So if I blow up on my kid, I want to be accountable for that and be like, I'm sorry that I acted a little upset. This is how it made me feel, right? Look, here here comes my sidekick. <laughs> he loves the camera and the attention, guys. So he loves it. So that's what came over me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, he's so right. We have no accountability. There's no accountability. And not only to that, but to each other. Like he said... No one in this society will tell people how it really is. And here's the problem. We surround ourselves with people that like butter us up and make us feel good, which is great, right? Like everyone likes a friend that's going to tell you you're pretty, but you also want a friend that'll tell you there's stuff in your teeth and that, you know, your pants are ripped and that your outfit doesn't really work right? Everybody, everybody wants a friend that is going to tell them the truth. Like, Hey, I know you're not feeling great. Maybe we should try doing X, Y, and Z together. Maybe you should wake up a little bit earlier and go to the gym with me. Maybe you can come over my house and I can show you how to make my favorite healthy meals. Things like that. Like, where is the accountability? We don't have accountability. We've lost sight of accountability because we want to be soft. And that's why our society is soft. We want to be soft. We want the cushion. We want people to reassure us that we're doing everything perfectly. And then there's no accountability. And then what? And then we just all live mediocre lives because we didn't want to offend each other. Because we didn't want to say, hey, girl, I think you could be a little bit better if you do X, Y, and Z right? Like 
where does that accountability and affirmation world blur? Like, when do we say, actually, I need to do more? Where does that boundary come in? And that's what we have to think about. Do we want to be buttered up 24-7 and never held accountable and never told that we could be doing better? Or do we want somebody that's going to tell us like, hey, try this, try that. I think you could try this. I want to be around people that make me better as a person. You know, there's so many people that I'm surrounded by that are like mentors to me or at least colleagues to me, right? I'm a personal trainer. That's a solo gig, but I surround myself with people that keep me accountable in different ways, right? I go to church. So I have church friends. I have Bible study. And then in the fitness industry, I just have people that I follow that are also in fitness that they'll post things that I'm like, you know what? That's really true. I need to be better about this. That's why I read books. That's why I listen to podcasts because I don't want to stand still and do nothing and grow not as a person at all. You know, you always hear like in 90 days, like what could you be? Like ask yourself, if you keep doing exactly what you're doing right now, if you live your life exactly the same, you wake up every day and you keep doing what you did today. Let's just say today. Today, the cycle continues for 90 days. What, is, what does it look like for you in 90 days? Is it a positive result? Is it something that you want? Or is there more that you could do? Is there one more habit you could add? Or is there a habit that you can get rid of? Habits are everything right? And habits come from your mind. What you believe to be true about yourself. I don't really do affirmations. I pray, okay? But I'm not really an affirmation person. More so, I believe that I'm the type of person that does hard things, right? Like recording a podcast with your toddler there. I believe that I am the type of person that works hard. I believe that I'm the type of person that could wake up early and get their workout in. I believe I'm the type of person that works out and that eats healthy and that takes care of her body. That's what I mean by how you identify. I don't wake up and say like, I am this, I am that, I am that. But I identify as that person, right? As that girl. I am that girl, right? And I don't just identify as that person. I show up as that person. How do you show up in your life? Where's the accountability? Do you hold yourself accountable to the things that you say that you're going to do? When you say that you're going to go to the gym, do you go to the gym? When you say that you're going to cook tonight, do you cook? When you say you're going to do your bed before you go to you know, school, work, wherever you go, do you do it? So confidence comes from action. Everybody knows that. I've said it a million times. Confidence comes from action. When you're taking action, you are confident because you're proving to yourself that you are the person that you say that you are. So when you are identifying and you're taking action and you're holding yourself accountable, then you are proving to yourself you are that person. And when you don't, your confidence isn't going anywhere. Okay, so when you continuously tell yourself you're going to do something and then you don't do it, you're not doing the second part. You're just affirming, 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 but you're not actually taking the action. And that's how you actually get results. So truly, 
we need to start holding ourselves accountable and we need to start holding people we love accountable. And like I said, if your circle is all yes men, then maybe you need to be around people that are actually truthful with you, that are actually honest with you, that care about your success and your growth. Are yes men, do they really care about your success and your growth if they're always saying that everything's perfectly fine? Like I have, like I said, I have different circles of different people. And there's people that I'll ask about business and I want their honest opinion. I don't want them to say everything I ever did was perfect. I don't want them to say that everything I ever do is perfect. I don't want them to say, oh my gosh, your life was amazing that your son was like climbing all over you. I want someone to tell me the truth. I want people that are honest about things because guess what? Those are the people that actually care about where I'm going. Those are the people that want to see me succeed. Those are the people that want to see me do well. I like being held accountable, but that's because I truly want change. So ask yourself if you truly want change because without accountability, there's no change. We can keep doing the same things over and over again and there will be no change. Or we can start taking action to actually do things differently to actually breed change. The other thing I wanted to talk about was when you do these hard things like signing up for a marathon, like doing a three-day fast. There is something mental that goes into your brain that's like a mental switch. I think that I'm a pretty dedicated person. I think I'm a pretty disciplined person. When I put myself in these situations, it reminds me of how my body will do almost anything, but my mind's the one that wants to quit. So when I'm running these long runs at 10 miles, I am questioning everything. Why did I sign up for this? Am I even able to do 26.2 miles? That's a lot of miles. What was I thinking? I've been running for two hours and my feet feel like they're going to fall off of my body. How am I going to be able to run for four hours? What am I doing? Why did I sign up for this? And then this power comes over you when your feet keep moving. And you're just like one foot in front of the other, even if you're like basically walking because your jog has, your run has become a jog and your jog has become a, not even a fast walk because your legs are just going one foot in front of the other. It kind of just proves to yourself, what are you made of? What are you made of? What's in your heart? How far can you go past a point of discomfort? And the thing is that I'm not the only person in the world that's training for a marathon right now. Every person that signed up for the Buckeye Marathon is currently training for a marathon. There's people running by me all day. Every single time I'm running, there's people running in the opposite direction, behind me, in front of me. They're running too. And it's a nice reminder that it can be done. It can be done. It's been done. And it will be done again that I can do hard things and that the body is going to follow the mind. If I tell my mind, I'm going to do this and I can do this, I can do this, I can push myself past the point that I didn't even realize I was capable of. Never did I ever think I was going to be running a marathon. Never. Like when, who who does that? Who signs up for a marathon? (laughs) I've done 
two half marathons. Both half marathons I finished in two and a half hours. Both times looked at the people that kept running by me that were doing the full marathon thinking that's insane. Like they're crazy. And here I am training for a marathon. I just ran 12 miles. That's almost a half marathon. One more mile would have been a half marathon. That's something that I did non-competitively. There's no trophy at the end. There's no medal at the end. I just did it. And that shows me that I can do hard things. That the thing that felt impossible is actually possible. And that with training, hard work, and discipline, it can be done. And not only is this going to show my body that I am capable, but it's going to show my mind and give me the confidence to remember I can do hard things. And change comes from pushing past comfort. I can lift weights all day long. I, I literally love it. It's my passion. There's no hard thing about it. Even when I'm pushing the heaviest weight, I'm like excited. But running isn't exciting. There's nothing exciting about it. You are consistently putting one foot in front of the other. There's nothing exciting about it. But knowing that you can push past discomfort, that's exciting. It's exciting to set a goal and accomplish the goal and prove to yourself that you are the type of person that does what they say they're going to do. And the, the amount of pain my body was in after that 12 miles, I mean, that probably was the most eye-opening. My body felt like it went through trauma. It, I felt like I just gave birth. That I mean, I've given birth twice to two humans, nat- well, one naturally, one still, you know, the normal way. And uh, it felt kindred to that. It felt kindred to the fact that I just put my body through so much and now I have to recover. And I instantly went into recovery. I took a magnesium bath. I, you know, I laid there. I had some fruit, even though I really didn't want fruit. I really felt like I was going to throw up, but I knew my body needed to replenish itself. So I had fruit. Once I calmed down more, I had half a sandwich and I was okay. I survived. It took after one night. I was good. I went to church yesterday. I did the whole thing. I had a full day. I had a photo shoot with my family. I was good. And this morning I ran seven miles. So what felt impossible on Saturday on mile 10, 11, 12, what felt impossible after, you know, getting home, crawling home, almost in tears, throwing myself into a bath. What felt impossible? Like, how can I run again? This is ridiculous. Like, I I can't do this. What felt impossible was possible. I rested, I recovered, and I ran again. And that's crazy. But it's part of the mental tough journey. When you push yourself past your limits, you create change. You set a new precedent for yourself. You set the new bar for yourself. Not only am I capable now of half marathons, but I'm training at a level where I'm doing half marathons on a Saturday as my training. And I'm going to eventually get to that 26.2 miles 
And I'm going to say, I did that too. I set another precedent to myself. And don't ever stop working for things. Don't ever stop. You accomplish one thing and then go for something else. And it doesn't have to always be physically demanding. It can be physically demanding. It could be mentally. It could be learning a new skill. It could be starting a Bible study, starting a community, throwing an event that pushes you out of your comfort zone. But if you keep doing the same thing every single day and never challenging yourself and never pushing yourself past your comfort, you're going to be the same forever and always. Your circumstances aren't going to change and you can't blame God or your circumstances or anybody else but you because you didn't make a move. You didn't make a move. Everybody's life is hard. Everybody's life is hard. My life is not easy. I don't share my personal life with you guys because it's none of your business. But my life isn't easy either. I go through hard emotional times. I have hard emotional times. I have mental breakdowns all the time. All the time. Do I come on here and start crying on Instagram? Absolutely not. That's not me. I'm a very private person, especially with my personal life. But I have issues too. It's not about whose life is more hard or who has more time or who has more talent. Something like what I'm doing takes zero talent. Zero talent. If you have legs and the stamina, you can uh, train for a marathon. Okay? It's not about talent. It's about drive, discipline, consistency. How bad do you want it? That's what it's about. It's not about good days or bad days. I do it on my bad days too. I'm a trainer. I show up and I show up to people. I do it on my bad days too. There has never been a day since I started becoming a trainer. Honestly, in my entire life, with any job I've ever had, that I've called in sick or quit my life because I had a bad day. Never. That's not how life works. The world keeps spinning even when you have a bad day. And I like to call them character building days because they build your character. Just like running a marathon is uncomfortable and it's hard and it's mentally tough. Going through the hard times is doing the same thing. It's the marathon of the mind. It's the hardship of the mind, of the heart, of the heart. And there's going to be times in your life where you just can't. There's been times in my life where I just couldn't. But when you can, put your bootstraps up and get back to work. Because you can't wish upon a star for things to happen. You can't wish upon a star for life to happen for you. You have to work, girl. You have to put in the work. No more relying on affirmations and pretty graphics on Instagram to get you to your goals. More work, less talk, get to work, hold yourself accountable, surround yourself with people that hold you accountable, check your circle, make sure that you are not the most hardworking out of mediocre people, okay? Being the best of a group of mediocre it's not, it's not working for you. You need 
a circle that pushes you past that. Not just yes men. Not just, yeah, everything you do is perfect. Everything you do is cool. You're so perfect. Yeah, everything's great. No. You want to grow. Surround yourself with people that keep it real with you. I think you need to do this a little bit better. Hold yourself accountable. Surround yourself with people that care enough to hold you accountable, that want to see you grow, that want to see you get better. And get to work, girl, in any way, shape, or form. Create the goal, make a plan to get the goal, and then go work for it. Bye, guys.